Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of Game Changing Information at Building Wealth Now. How in the world are you doing, Game Changers? I hope you're having a fantastic day, and I hope you are staying safe out there. The world seems to be in utter turmoil. If you live in the United States, you probably are uh, hearing about fires and just all kinds of things that are going on. Obviously, we're still in the mix of the COVID situation. We're having a bunch of political issues with uh, Black Lives Matter, as well as within the presidential race and all race and all that kind of stuff. So there's just a lot of things that are going on in the world right now. And if you're here in America, you're probably just sick and tired of it. I get it. <laughs> Trust me, I get it because I'm sick and tired of it. But fortunately enough, that's not what this show is about. This show is not about all that stuff. Hopefully, this is a, a life changing show that's going to actually help you make life changing decisions to help you move forward in life. Uh, and, you know, guys, I, uh, I, uh, wow, man, it's just, it's been a whirlwind for this year for everybody. And uh, I, I just, I want to just say this as a side note today, and, and then we're going to get in the subject matter today, but guys, listen, if you have not changed something in your life during the last six, seven months, <laughs> why in the world not? Uh, there's, there's, this is for anybody in the world. I mean, anybody who's listening, we have people internationally who listen to this podcast. Uh, but guys, listen, if you have not changed something in your life for the betterment of your personal life, as well as obviously what this podcast is about your financial life, why haven't you? That's the question. If you haven't started a side hustle now, why, why not? I mean, seriously, why not? I mean, this just makes zero sense to me as far as why you wouldn't have started a side hustle during this time. Uh, is your economic world so incredibly comfortable that you're okay with living life with an uncertainty about economy? Um, guys, it just it, it baffles me. I... I I talk to, and probably even a lot of you, I talk to a lot of you all the time who just say, I want to start a side hustle. I want to start a side hustle. I want to start a side hustle. And after six to seven months of one of the greatest economic disasters that our our world economy has ever seen, I, I don't know what else is going to take you to build a side hustle. I, 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 just, I just, it blows my mind why in the world you have it? I'm just telling you now, and I'm going to tell you on the positive side, you can still change your life right now. Okay. You know, I get the same conversation in a different perspective with people who are in their mid to late fifties and they're looking at retirement and they're saying, man, I don't have anything for retirement. And I'm, I'm going to be turning, you know, 60, 65 here. And I would like to retire at 65, but I've got zero to nothing in, um, my and my bank account in order to retire well let me just say to them look now is the time i mean it, things are not going to get better unless you 
do something about it. And if you want things to change, you got to change something. And so, as we often say, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. Right? That only makes sense. Let me say that again <laughs> for some of you out there who may not have caught that. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Right? So can I say, if you want something else, if things need to change, then things need to change. So for you people who are looking towards a retirement point in your life, the, the traditional t- t- retirement age, obviously you guys know I am not about retiring at 65. I think if you can retire in the next five years, why wouldn't you? Right? I mean, that only makes sense. So retire early and then go do the things that you really want to do. Now, if you really want to work at that point, fine. Go work because you want to, not because you have to. Guys, don't buy in. There's so many. Oh, guys, this is just a topic of itself. There are so many things in our life that we've just been taught our entire life. And we just take it like it's truth. Like the age for retirement is 67. Whoa. Who, and by the way, it changes. If you've not noticed your entire life, it changes. It used to be 60, then it was 62, then it's 65, now it's 67. I'm sure it'll go back either forward or backwards at some point in time. Listen, don't buy any things. You don't have to work nine to five hour days every single day for the next 40 years in order to retire. You don't have to do that. So for those of you people who are close to retirement, listen. Stop thinking that you have to wait till you're 65. If you want to retire in the next five to six years, then make it happen. Now, that's for you people who want to retire. For you people who just need to make a side hustle. Look, (laughs) the first point to retiring early, I'm telling you, is make a side hustle. And, and, And there's some mindset to this too. And the mindset is this. Okay. And today's episode, anyway, is going to be about mindset. And this is going to kind of weave. This is my rant, but it's going to go right into my topic. And my topic's not going to take long because it just makes sense. Uh, but guys, uh, side hustles—we can't, we can't long-term call them side hustles. You got to understand that your side hustle has to become your main hustle, which no longer a main hustle, but then a true business. And you've got to treat it like a business because if you treat it like a business, it will pay you like a business. But if you treat it like a hobby, it's going to pay you like a hobby. So if you have a side hustle, why in the world are you still calling it a side hustle? Is it going to be your business or isn't it? Are you doing the things actively to make it a business? In other words, if your business is a business, then treat it like a business. And you're saying, well, how do I treat it like a business? Well, make sure that you take the profit and you invest it back in the business. Make sure you don't just have it as a sole proprietorship. I would say, and, and, and unless I'm just, I'm not thinking right now, there is zero reasons unless you're just making squat from your side hustle, which that's probably one of the reasons why you're making squat from your side hustle is that you should be putting your side hustle slash future true business that you should be treating it like a business now into something like an LLC or an S corp, because you're going to get way more tax advantages with putting into an LLC or an S corp and you're ruining yourself financially. You're not, you're not giving yourself the amount of finances that you need because of your treating it like a side hustle. Look, if you want to have a true life-changing gig, then quit 
playing around with the gig. I'm just telling you, it's gonna, it's gonna be a mind shift that's gonna have, uh, that's gonna have to crack. And I'm gonna tell you that it's probably gonna be have some personal growth in your life that you're gonna have to flip some switch in your head that's saying, I gotta start doing this and I gotta stop doing this. I know what I need to do. And I know that we've talked about this before. I have a whole podcast called The Obstacle is the Way. You need to go listen to it. But here's the thing, the obstacle is the way. Whatever it is that you're struggling or fearing right now in your business from taking your business from an, a, a B game to an A game is the fact that there is something right now you are fearing that you need to do and you need to go do it. Period. And I, and I say all this to say that's my rant. It, it really is. Guys, quit sitting around if you haven't jumped into a, a, a business and start doing the business. I don't understand what you need. There, there's natural disasters that are going on. There's definitely a political unrest that's going on. There's absolutely 100% economic unrest that's going on. We can't just sit there and think about it, y'all. We've got to make big decisions because big decisions lead to big things. But if you just sit there and think about things, it's not going to happen. So, it kind of wedges into my topic of conversation today. And that topic of conversation is this. I enjoy the stock market. I, I play uh, at the stock market. Um, and and you're going to say, well, Jason, didn't you just say if you're going to do something, do it like a business and have the money? Yeah, yes. I, but I am not a fan of stock market as a day trading full-time gig type of thing. I'm just not. I it is If you're doing the stock market for daily income, to me, it's just at the point of gambling, and I have no time for gambling. Indicators that are in the stock market often fail you miserably. And I'm not saying the stock market's bad. I invest in the stock market. But one thing I know one thing I know is the fact that you should never let money sit. If you have money in the savings account, guys, I'm assuming that your savings account gets some un, some ridiculous interest back, something like 0.05% or less. I'm assuming it's very hard today in, in 2020 to find a savings account that even gets close to 1%. Most of them are some ridiculously low number. I mean, it is ridiculously low number. So I, I just want to encourage you: don't let your money. Not, listen, if you have, if you have a couple thousand dollars in a savings account just for emergency use, I'm good with that. I, I'm totally good with that. Have it locked up. I'm good. Have it some fashion of being able to be liquid so that you're able to grab it in a moment's notice. Um, and I'm just going to encourage you, I would even recommend having about $2,500 at your house in cash somewhere, not even in a bank. If we go back to the Great Depression, one of the reasons why the Great Depression happened is because people started taking their money out of the bank and it crashed the economy because the banks, they didn't have the money. You have to understand how banks work. If you didn't know this, banks work this. They don't want to keep your money still. 
So what they do is their thought process is that they're going to take your money, they're going to invest in it, and their theory is, what is the likeliness of everybody coming in here and grabbing their money at the same time? Well, the answer is very unlikely. And so ultimately, they have a limited amount of income in there, and then they take all the rest of the overage, so to speak, which is obviously quite a substantial amount, and they invest your money because they say, well, what is the likeliness of 50 or 100 or 150 or 200,000 whatever clients taking their money out at the same time? Well, the answer is not very likely. So they're playing a risky game, taking your money and going and making other investments. And they're giving you a pittance, 0.05% return while they're going and making a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10% return on your money that you allow them to. You have to understand something. One of the biggest enemies that you have is the bank. If you wanna, if you wanna know who's stealing your money, it's the bank that's stealing your money. You're giving them a virtually interest-free loan with your money. I'm telling you, you're messing yourself up, okay? So, I don't recommend that you let it sit in the bank. I just don't. Now, I think you should have a bank account, and I think you should have a savings account, but I'm saying you shouldn't probably keep a whole lot of money in that savings account. You need to find vehicles of investment to put that money into. And I, I, this, that's a whole subject conversation that I could spend probably a few podcasts on, a few episodes on, that I think you just really need to understand what you're doing to yourself by leaving large chunks of money. And you're, anyway, I, I'm going to stop that conversation. Let's go back to the stock market real quick. I, I get the conversation all the time about the stock market. Jason, do you invest in the stock market? What stocks should you invest in? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to go into all the what stock because there's ETFs, there's dividends, there's index, there's mutual funds, there's individual stocks, there's all kinds of stuff like that. I I invest in, for lack of better word, all the above. I, I have all of the above that I invest in. Okay. Now, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you what stocks to to invest in or what you know vehicles such as mutual funds or anything like that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through all those types of things. Okay, but what I am gonna tell you, and this is kind of the point that we we're kind of going on earlier, you know, when I, sh- I should jump in a side hustle. Yeah, you should. When should you jump in a side hustle? Now. You should jump in a side hustle now. And this goes right along with the stock market. People says, you know, what should I look for when I want to jump in the stock market? Well, outside of individual stocks, because if you invest in individual stocks, you could absolutely 100% lose your shorts and and maybe your shirt too and probably some other clothing articles as well if you jump in individual stocks. Now, there's there's a few out there that I would say you're pretty solid with investing as individual stocks. Okay? But... If you're talking about mutual funds, index funds, dividends, whatever, okay, when should you invest in the stocks? Let me give you a real helpful answer. Now, you should invest into them now. If you've got money sitting around, and I don't think, when I say investing, I think a lot of times just automatically think investing equals 
mutual funds or or the stock market, right? Yes, it does equal that, but that is not the only vehicle. I'm certainly a huge fan of real estate. And I think there's definitely a conversation that we should have when it comes to real estate. And let me just put it this way. I believe real estate trumps the stock market any day of the week. Any day of the week. I would rather invest in real estate than I would into the stock market. If you've got enough capital to invest in real estate, let me encourage you with something. Invest it in real estate. Now, there might be some of those people out there that are completely contradict, you know, completely contradicting what I say, and they may say, oh, then they get all, you know, whatever. They get all upset. Fine. Uh, may, may I say this? that <laughs> They're not having all the advantages of real estate. They're not having all the advantages in the stock market that I do in real estate. But let's say you have a few thousand dollars. Not enough to buy any real estate, but it's just sitting there, and you're saying, well, Jason, what should I do? you know, mutual funds, dividends, blah, 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 blah. The answer is yes, you do. You invest, you invest now, you invest right now because you're saying, well, what, Jason, what if the stock market goes down? What if the stock market goes down? What, and I put all my money in and I lose all that money. Well, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Are you ready? The thing is this. What if the stock market goes up? If your money's not in the game, you can't play the game. When the stock market goes down, then invest. But here's the thing. If your money is not in the stock market, you you can't see it go up. You can't see it go down. So the best thing to do is get the party started. Jump in the stock market. And let me just give you a little word of advice. The stock market is going to go up. And the stock market is going to go down. It's going to happen. It's it is it is something that is an emotional roller coaster. And here's the thing: you've got to take your emotions out of the stock market, because if you put emotions in the stock market, it is going to absolutely tear you apart, and you're going to make some really really stupid mistakes in the stock market. You just are. So my suggestion is don't play the emotional game in the stock market. Always add, always add to the stock market, always add to your mutual funds or whatever it is that, you know, and you might hear me saying mutual funds a lot. You're saying, is that what you invest? Actually, my money is not largely in mutual funds. (laughs) I'm just saying mutual funds because that's typically the buzzword when it comes to investing. Um, people like Dave Ramsey and, and uh, things like that have really pushed that that perspective. So I know I have a lot of Ramseyites who who you know follow me, and, and hopefully I'm changing some of their thing way of thinking. I think Dave Ramsey. You can go back to my podcast. That's one of my very first podcasts that I've ever done. That I think Dave Ramsey is great for getting you out of debt, but I think he's terrible when it comes to teaching you how to invest. Um, that's a conversation within itself. Anyway, the best time to invest in the stock market is now. You cannot play the game if you're not in the game. I'm just telling you. And many of you are, are trying to time the market. And if you look back and even at the last year, there is no such thing as timing the market because if you would have timed the market, 
you'd have looked at all this kind of stuff and say, oh, you know, look at this height and, and, and it's great. And so, man, it's too high. And then all of a sudden quarantine happened and it sunk. But now a lot of the stock market market is actually higher than what it was before the quarantine, even though we have all this ridiculous chaos. This The stock market does make not make any sense currently. I mean, it makes literally zero sense right now. So I say all of that to say this. The best time to invest is now. If you've got a few thousand dollars lying around, even a few hundred dollars lying around, can I suggest to you that you invest in the stock market now, okay? Don't, um, don't wait, okay? Don't wait. Jump into it now oh, because you need to. Hey, if you're a guest today, I apologize for not welcoming you. I appreciate you jumping on here. If you're a subscriber, obviously, I appreciate you as well. And I just want to make sure you do it. Like, subscribe, hit the button there, and share this with your friends uh, because this this podcast is all about changing people's lives financially, economically, and even mindset as well. Go check out iteachfreedom.com, iteachfreedom.com. Check it out if you're interested in jumping into a side hustle that's the place to go learn about anything without having a sales pitch shoved down your throat. Go check it out. Iteachfreedom.com. I hope I have a conversation with you here soon. I hope I get to meet you. I hope I get to have a video conference with you some soon. If you'd like to learn about three, four, five residual income business ideas, that's the place to do it. You guys have a fantastic day.